this spring. Only one hero can save her family and prevent disaster. Mom, we're going to be late for school. I don't think so. Whoa. Experience the phenomenon that critics are calling inspiring. Mom, I can't find number 17. Come on, Billy. Dig deep. A lot of fun. And pure genius. Mom, where's my phone? Table. Keys. Mudroom. Dragon Man. Under the couch between the monkey and the flip-flop. How does she do that? Created by God to demonstrate his love with grace, elegance, and poise. Butane torch. Hi, man. Hey, man. Good morning and happy Mother's Day to all of you. Uh, glad you could make it today. Uh, so exciting. We're just really dialing in on Mother's Day today. We're just going to focus on that. Uh, in case you were worried, uh, we're not speaking out of Habakkuk or Deuteronomy today. We're going to just really touch base with our moms. Just say, aw. Uh, we're going to touch base with our moms and be totally blessed. I just wanted to mention there are some boards as you walked in outside that have like titles of different things. On June 4th, we'll be having a combined service again. One of our five, we have five all year that were our families, our babies, everyone comes in all together. And uh, June 4th, we'll be having one uh, where we'll be celebrating all of our volunteers who've spent a whole year. They'll be freed from their jobs, woo, and free to sign up for anything else. And so if you'd like to sign up for any volunteer position for the next year, uh, just sign your name up on one of those boards, and the, the lead servant will get in touch with you. Okay, so we're, uh, we're, um, we're going to be celebrating our moms today, and we, we've come up with a couple of different ways to kind of do it this morning. And the first way we're going to start out is uh, by bringing the, the cutest and the best thing that we have to offer our little kids. So uh, our elementary and, and big kids, if they're in sixth grade, sorry, uh, fifth grade. Uh, so Pastor Peter's going to come up, uh, and our kids are going to share something with each of you mothers. Uh, and uh, so uh, enjoy that. So come on up, uh, kids. If you are in the children's group, come on up. Right now is your chance. And uh, here you go, Pastor Peter. And then this Thank mic you. is fine. Yes. That the end there. That's okay. All right. Good morning, everyone. Happy Mother's Day. We're so excited to be here downstairs with you today. Um, a really exciting moment for all of us. Um, so last week, we put a few different things together. Um, one thing that we worked on was this poster that says, Thanks, Moms, if you can't read it in the back. Um, and so a few of them helped me um, write it out, and they all helped color it in. And then each of them wrote one different thing about why they love their moms. And we only wrote one thing, because if we wrote everything, we'd need a lot more butcher paper. But um, So we're just going to go down the line, and they're all going to share either what they wrote or just one reason about why they love their moms. Just a second. Thank you for cooking for me. 
Thank you for folding my laundry. Thanks, Mom, for providing so much for us. Thank you for sacrificing your time to keep us happy. Thanks, Mom, for making me food. <laughs> Thanks for the awesome hugs. I love my mom because she... I can't see that well. Oh, well. Thank you for being with me like two birds in a nest. I love my mom because she is always there when I need All right. And Ellie's a little shy, but I remember that she told me that she loves her mom because she always hugs her and loves her very much. And... All right, thank you guys for coming up. Um, one more thing that we did is we all made uh, cards during our craft time. So um, kids, if you want to come find me after the service, I'll have those for you guys. And now I'll take the poster, and if you want to go give your moms a hug and say that you love her. Yeah. Great job, kids. How do you follow that, right? <laughs> so Kids, if you're near your mom, you can hold their hand, you give them a hug, kiss, something like that. Uh, today's sermon is going to be a little short because we do have all of us together uh, and our kids get a little bit squirrely. If you have little, little kids and they get squirrely, that's fine. That's life. It's okay. Don't worry about it if you have a baby and they start crying. Babies cry. That's okay. It's like audience response. It'll be like, yeah, I'll be so excited. So uh, don't worry about all of that. We're just going to spend a little bit of time. The today's sermon is going to touch on... Uh, on Mother's Day, but there are really two sides of Mother's Day. First, there are kids who have mothers, and there are the mothers themselves. Now, all of us are kids who have mothers, right? Everybody who is on this planet has a mother at some point. And so maybe, uh, you know, maybe motherhood is a little bit difficult for some of us. Uh, maybe your father, mother has passed away, uh, and, and, but we all have mothers in our lives, and we all have mother figures, and we want to really celebrate that and think about that today as part of the sermon. And the other part is, uh, some of you, in addition to being uh, kids who have moms, there are a few people in this room who are actually mothers themselves. And so uh, God has a word uh, just for you only today. And so if you're not a mother, if you're, if you're a man or a kid or someone else and you are not a mother, um, that, that part won't be for you. And that's okay, because I think our moms are special enough that we need to really focus a little bit of time on them. And so we're just going to do two little things this morning in the sermon. So the first is a brief word for kids towards their mom. And that, that would just hit all of us because all of us have moms. And I'd like you to bring to, to mind your mom or your mother figure, someone in your life uh, uh, who you look up to as a mother figure or have looked up to. In our lives, we want our moms to have this biblical reaction. The book of Proverbs says, May your father and your mother, may they rejoice. May she who gave you birth be joyful. And so that's the reaction that we want our moms to have. We want our, our moms to, to rejoice and the person who gave you birth to be joyful. I hope that you're making, uh, for, for each of us, whether we're an adult kid or whether we're a kid kid, I hope we're each making our, our, our mother full of joy 
rather than stress, heartache, pain, trouble. I hope that, that we're doing our best to really bring joy to our mothers. And for, for some of us, that means maybe, maybe not given all the attitude. Maybe you're stuck in the teenage. Now, I think our teens are amazing, so they never give their parents attitude properly. But, but maybe that is it. Maybe you don't give attitude to your mom, or maybe, maybe you don't uh, cause heartache, uh, that kind of stuff. Don't be a jerk to your mom. <laughs> now, this is true throughout life, and it needs to be cultivated all year long. But Mother's Day is really a special day to sort of say, Mom, I'm, I'm trying to bring you joy. I'm, I'm trying to, to love you and lift you up. And we want to express that especially on Mother's Day. And so on, on Mother's Day, I want to encourage every single person that's in this room to not be stingy with love towards your mom. Today's the day to be able to celebrate and say, Mom, I absolutely love you. To, to kiss her more than you n- normally do, to, to hug her more than you normally do, to tell her I love you. And, and some of you, we have a little bit of cultural baggage, and you say like, well, I, I just don't say that to my mom. I, I just don't hug my mom. I just don't, I don't tell her I love you. Well, well, I'm sorry, then your cultural baggage is inappropriate. The Bible would be really clear to tell you to love people, and it's okay to have freedom to do that. And even if you're uncomfortable and you say, I've never said I love you to my mom, well, today's your day. That's fantastic. I'm so glad you're here to hear this word, because today's the day you get to tell your mom that you love her or you're the mother figure in your life. It it, it doesn't matter if you're uncomfortable. Make her day by going out of your way to love her and show her love. Moms want to hear that. They want to be loved. They want to be hugged. They want to appreciate it, be appreciated and kissed. There's something so soul-satisfying to seeing your mom filled with joy. I don't know, probably we have life experiences where we saw our moms not filled with joy, and we've seen them filled with joy. And, and it is way better for our own souls to see our mom full of joy. And so I want to encourage you to be people who bring joy to your mom, especially today. Um, as their children, like for motherhood, children is the primary source of joy for mothers. This is a really weird thing, and I think it's universal. That, that mothers, that the place they're going to get their joy or their greatest joy is going to come from their kids. And so us as kids... We have to be the, the givers or the bringer of that joy because that's what your mom is seeking after. That's what she's looking for. We're the primary source of joy in a mother's life. Now, she may have other aspects of her life where she gets joy also. But in terms of motherhood, we're the kids. We're the ones to provide the joy for the mom. The Bible tells us one of the greatest ways to do that uh, is found in Proverbs 10. A wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish son brings grief to his mother. And so what this is saying is really like, if you want to bring joy to your mom, one of the best ways as a Christian to do that is to not be foolish. Now, this isn't silly foolish. This isn't like, oh, I'm acting foolish. It is not that word. This foolish word in the, in the Hebrew is, uh, has the idea of a morally foolish person. So someone who makes morally bad decisions, someone who, who isn't choosing God over other kind of stuff. And so what this is saying is you want to bring joy to your mom, make morally right choices. When you live your life as a morally strong individual, it reflects well on your mom. Every single mom wants their kids to live right. No mom is saying like, yeah, I can't wait till you grow up and be a drug dealer. No mom ever said that, right? They all want their kids to make morally right choices. That means uh, don't cheat and don't lie and don't steal. For, for adults, maybe it's these different other things that because our kids, we don't want to go into them because our kids are in the room. But, but are you living a morally 
non-foolish life so that your mom could be proud. So your mom's not having to be ashamed of you so your mom isn't hurt by the decisions that you're making in your life. And so that goes from our smallest to our tallest. Make morally right decisions. See, moms desire to see their kids living well. That, that's their heart's desire. They, they want to see them doing great. They want to see them making great choices and living right on this path of life. To walk uprightly. To be honorable people. To be people of their word and not be shady or, or look down on others because they're making bad decisions. This type of lifestyle, that brings joy to moms. It blesses your moms. It's the opposite lifestyle that would bring about a heartache. And no one wants their mom to have heartache. And so I think that for us, we need to not, not just do it on today, make morally right decisions, but have this in our mind throughout the year, that we want to make decisions that, that will honor our moms by, by choosing morally correct decisions. And lastly, for us as kids, I just want to mention this. Make sure that you take care of your mom. I think it's the, the, the Bible gives us an obligation to take care of our parents, but I think Jesus gives us an example of it that can't be clearer. The last thing that Jesus does, the last instruction he gives to human beings before he dies, so Jesus is like literally on the cross. And so he's dying on the cross, like, like dying, he's, being he's, he's been beaten, he's been tortured, he's hanging on the cross, naked, people are all around him. And here's his last instruction. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother. When Jesus saw his mother there, and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby. He says to her, like, he's, he's on the cross dying. This is Jesus, God of the universe. Dying on the cross. And his last thing that he's saying to the people that are all gathered around him as he's dying, the last instruction he gives is this. Woman, here's your son. He's talking, this is the apostle John, the, the one whom he loved. So Jesus is looking at his mom, and John is standing there. And he says, woman, this is now your son he says to that disciple. And to him, he says, here's your mother. And from that time on, this disciple took her into his home. You see, Jesus is dying on the cross for the sins of the world. Like literally, all the sins of the universe that are ever going to be had by human beings are coming on Jesus. And you know what he does? He sees his mom, and he's like, let me give last instruction to take care of my mom before I die. And from that moment on, his mom, Mary, stayed with John the disciple. He took her in his own home as if it was his own mom. Jesus' last instruction on earth was to make sure his mom was taken care of, not just like financially, but emotionally and spiritually. He trusted her to John, one of his most faithful disciples. And so today we're reminded that we ought to be taking care of our moms. I mean, whatever that means, there's lots of different ways to do that. It's filling the need that your mom has. Sometimes she needs you to help out carry groceries. Sometimes she needs you to just call more often. Sometimes she needs you to call, maybe call once a week. And I know for some of us guys, like, that's, tr that's tough. I've been in periods of my life where I call my mom once a month, maybe, or once every other month. And, I, and that, that's not an acclamation of pride. That's a confession of shame. So maybe she needs you to call her more, or maybe she needs you to show up sometimes, or maybe she needs you to, to send money. I don't know what it is, but the Bible is pretty clear that we need to take care of our moms. 
And it was exemplified even in Jesus dying and saying, like, take care of it. Like, that's what he's thinking about. <laughs> he's dying on the cross. And he's thinking about, like, hey, I want to make sure my mom gets taken care of. Like, dying on the cross. I'm worried about dying if I'm on the cross. I'm worried about a whole bunch of other stuff. And he prioritizes his mom. And so we're reminded today that we ought to be, what we ought to be doing all year long, making choices that honor our moms, making choices that make our mom look good. We don't, we don't be those people where, like, mom didn't, she didn't raise no scum, right? Mom raised amazing people. We want to live up to the things that our mom has invested in us. And then we ought to be taking care of her all year long. Loving our moms and showing them love, telling them that we love them, looking out for their interest, investing in their hearts, taking care of them. And so that's what I think every single one of us needs to be doing. Now, uh, I want to take a minute and just talk to our moms. There's a few of our moms here. And this part is just for you. Just a brief word that God has prepared for your heart this morning. And I'm going to look at uh, the scripture that comes from Galatians 6, 9. And and the scripture says this. So let's let's not get tired of doing what's good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. See, you see, the the list of unsung, unnoticed, unappreciated things that you do, moms, all year long, like the the list of those kind of things, that's a really long list of, of unappreciated, unnoticed, unsung things. I mean, it's monumentally long. It's like Lord of the Rings trilogy long. It's like DMV wait lines long, the amount of times that, that you do things that are unnoticed and unappreciated, and you didn't get a thanks for it. Things like you're packing a lunch for your kids, maybe. Like, there's not banners for that. There's no like, parade for it. It's not like winning an NBA championship, and yet day after day you've packed lunch for your kids, made sure they had money for lunch, or, or you've helped comb their hair, or when they're little you helped bathe them, and all this kind of stuff. The good things you do that mostly go unnoticed, sometimes I think those things can get wearisome. I think that's what the Scripture's speaking to. Don't get tired of that. Don't get weary of that. They can sometimes become a chore. And the day-to-day grind of being a mother, I think, can sometimes weigh you down. As you continue to good, you continue to pour out into people, you continue to bless your family, you're helping those around you, Sometimes the weight of that just gets to this point where you're almost ready to say, you know what, just forget it. It's just too much. Perhaps you've even whispered under your breath, forget it. (laughs) But then you've probably went on and kept doing it anyway and kept being amazing. The Bible says this, don't give up. Keep going. Don't grow weary of doing good. Keep up the amazing work, mothers. Keep blessing your children Keep working in your families and in your community. Don't tire of doing good. The world needs you and your families need you. And there's a blessing from God awaiting you. And the really cool part about this, it says at the right time that blessing will come. And I don't know when that time is, but God does. Maybe that time is a a future time even in heaven and God at the right time will give you that blessing. Maybe that time is like when you're at your rope's end. And all of a sudden, God's presence comes upon you. And he says, here's here's a reward. Here's a blessing for your faithfulness for all this time. That, that That you will reap a harvest of blessing if you don't give up and if you don't quit 
and I know that you're not going to. See, God, God wants to bless you, and God notices all things. When you think that it is unnoticed or unsung or unappreciated, every single action God is taking note of. He saw when you woke up when your husband wouldn't to go take care of the kid, whatever they were doing, barfing, crying, throwing up, whatever they're doing. He saw when, when, when you sacrificed a little bit of extra time or a little bit of your food if you have teenagers and they ate more of your food than you got to eat of your food. Like God sees every single one of those sacrifices. Every time you, you cleaned up again after your kids or you did laundry or whatever it is that you've been doing and you thought it was unnoticed, it is not. God sees it and he's, he smiles over it and he watches you and, and he thinks it's amazing and he says like, oh, for that, I'm storing up this blessing for you and at the right time, I'm gonna give you this blessing because you have not grown tired of doing good. Each of you mothers right here in this room You're doing a critically important job. You're raising your kids. And I think that that each of you are wonderful. And I want to celebrate you and champion you and, and tell you how amazing you are and keep up the good work. See, I know that you're amazing because I watch the product of your amazingness. We look at your kids and we can we can see what a what an incredible job the moms of Jericho Road are doing. I mean, I just watch I just watch how your kids are. I just watch how you interact with them, and I I watch what kind of people they're becoming. And we say, that is because moms are amazing. Kids are okay, but the moms are amazing. And so we just want to celebrate you. Your excellence is identified. We recognize that you're doing an amazing job. We recognize you're doing the hardest job on the planet, and you don't get paid for it, and it's unsung. But God notices, and we celebrate you. I am proud of you as your pastor. Every single mom that's in this room, I'm proud of the work that you're doing with your kids. I'm impressed by you, and I know that God is smiling because of you. I just want to tell you, great job, and we honor you, and we love you, moms. So thank you. Okay, we're going to watch another uh, video right here. It's going to be the sentimental one, dun, dun, dun. So our youth are going to step out because they're going to do something right after the video. So if our youth group, if you're in the youth group, can you follow Pastor Jimmy right outside? And then uh, as soon as they get moving, then we'll watch that video. Maybe in five, four, the countdown. Three, two, one. Okay, and so here's another video here for you, Mom.
So when I was listening to this sermon, I was thinking about um, just how important it is for us as people to like set dates on the calendar every year. We have annual Sorry, should I not stand here, I guess? Um, how we have annual celebrations, right? We put on a calendar to keep our, our hearts in check, to be grateful and thankful. And I think, and it got me thinking about like birthdays. You know, we, we set that every year. We set a birthday on the calendar and you go to someone's birthday and you celebrate and you give gifts as a way of saying, I'm grateful for you and I'm thankful for you. Or I think about anniversaries. And again, there's gifts involved and there's celebration involved and it keeps our hearts grateful and thankful. And it's awesome that we have a day for mothers as we will have a day for fathers. Again, I think it's important to celebrate and give gifts because we want to say thank you. So we as a youth group want to do two things. We want to celebrate and we want to give a gift. Um, so I'm going to ask all the moms to, to stand up. It'll make us a lot easier to find you. <laughs> so if all the moms could stand up, and I'm going to ask just two favors. One, church congregation, if you're sitting down, we're going to clap. We're going to make some love noise. We're going to celebrate. It's going to be a party. And then the youth group, go ahead. Let's give out the gifts. Say thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No, I mean, if there's extra bags, I mean, extra bags can go to other people. Then thinking that uh, if you have three kids, you get three bags. I don't, maybe we could do that. I don't know. There's 30 bags. There's a lot. But, uh, and I think we might also have some, like, extra little um, face masks, like these bath bombs. So if you're not a mom... Um, these gifts need to go somewhere, so come see me after, or I'll come find you, but I don't want to go home with all these bath bombs and face masks, so if you're not a mom, you can have those too. All right, thank you, youth group, uh, and uh, from church, celebrate moms, all right. Okay, so as we're uh, finishing up here today, uh, thank you, the youth uh, Make sure everyone, if you're a mom and you somehow didn't get one of those, please, we want to give you, uh, we want every one of our moms to have a gift and to go away blessed today. So uh, we're going to do uh, something right here at the end. It's going to take just about five minutes here. And uh, I'm going to invite the praise band to come up. uh, And we're going to do something particular with your, uh, if you're, for the moms that are at service here, and then also for all of us who have moms. Okay, so um, before we close in worship, like to God before we sing to him, we want to really thank God for creating our moms. And I would like you to do this one important thing for your mom right now. I'd like you to pray for your mom. Okay, so if your mom's here today, then, then this time I'd like you to go near her and put your hands on her and, and hug her and kiss her and bless her in prayer. We're going to do that in a second. I know you guys already started. Wait, 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 pause this. Now, if your mom is not here, then I would just like you to lift up your hands and pray for her. 
okay, if she's not here. So, so you're going to do two things. So all of us have moms. Some of us have moms who aren't here. My mom's not here. So I'm going to pray for her like this. And some of you have moms who are, are here. And if you'll just go over and pray for them, uh, a little bit of both of that, okay, as we close for service. Because I think that this is the most important thing that we can do for our moms. If we could just pray for them. And so I'd like to, as a church, and I'm going to ask you to do it out loud. I know, I know it's scary sometimes. Your out loud could be a whisper. That's okay. But I'm going to ask you to out loud pray for your mom. Even if she's in praise band, you two boys are going to run up here. You know? All right. And so on the count of three, let's just pray for our mom. And then after we pray for about two minutes for our moms, we're going to go into worship. So let's go ahead and pray. One, two, and three. Father God, we want to pray. I want to pray for my mom who's not here today. Father God, I want to pray.